Opa! Welcome to Movies Are Life. I'm your host, Nathan Chandler, and today we are celebrating all things Greek with My Big Fat Greek Wedding, which falls at number 22 on the 50 Best Rom-Coms list. I'm excited to welcome in a great friend, a great educator, and more importantly, a great volunteer, Katie Alsop. How are you doing, Katie? I'm doing well. How are you? <laughs> doing great. So, uh, you you might have round. I don't know if I quite have everybody, but I've been tapping in uh, into my resources for this podcast to like anybody who's volunteered significant time to the why. So <laughs> we had <laughs> we had I to am. bring we had to bring you into the fold. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, Katie has been a dedicated volunteer to the why and to my wife's Whitney's uh, programs. And just has unselfishly served for I, I I don't even know how many years you you were doing it longer than when we moved to Oklahoma right right I think uh, so this is my tenth year well it'll be my eleventh year as a teacher and I volunteered about three or four years before that through college too so um guess we're coming up on year fourteen wow yeah that's yeah that's crazy <laughs> <laughs> that is crazy yeah to think about. Yeah. Also, this summer, I am trying to tap into my resources for all my uh, educator friends. <laughs> so I'm trying to catch them in the summer before just life gets uh, too crazy for everybody. <laughs> so yeah, uh, I appreciate I, that. Here in uh, Oklahoma, we start school, you know, uh, early to mid August. So uh, yeah, I had to I had to get you on before all that started for sure. <laughs> yeah. 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 So hey, um, Katie, did you know that the word cinema? is greek for kinema which means which means movement i'm not making this up and graph from graphene which means to write and so the very rapid exposure of frames is also called kinetography i bet you didn't know that yeah see see no i did not yeah see who the teacher is now (laughs) (laughs) i was was laughing when i was re-watching this because uh I took a little bit of Latin in and uh, in middle school, and we did a whole bunch of Latin and Greek root words. Okay. And so when he he you know talks about everything being Greek, and I was like, it's true, it's true, everything's Greek, but I didn't even think to look up cinema. <laughs> I for some reason I remember you you could take Greek at Baylor, and I had a, a lot of friends that did uh, who were religion majors, and I had always heard that it was one of the tougher classes at Baylor. Oh yeah, for sure. I I think I can remember um, how to conjugate the word for I think it's girl, puella, and that's all I've got. I can conjugate it for you, and that's all I can remember for my middle school. Well, so. <laughs> well, that's much better than me. I'm sure I butchered the pronunciation of the words that I just said, and so, <laughs> and I'm not going to repeat them because that was my uh, first pass, and I'm just I'm just going with I'm it. Done. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. When Tula met Ian, <laughs> she found her man. I just want to spend a little time with you. And he found yeah! her family. No one in my family has ever gone out with a non-Greek before. Oh! My Big Fat Greek Wedding is a 2002 romantic comedy film directed by Joel Zwick and written by Nia Verdalos. It follows a young Greek-American woman who falls in love with a non-Greek and struggles to get her family to accept him while she comes to terms with her heritage and cultural identity. The film premiered at the American Film Market, 
on February 22nd, 2002, and was theatrically released in the United States on April 19th, 2002 by IFC Films. It received positive reviews from critics and was a box office success, grossing $368.7 million worldwide against its $5 million budget. So even to this day, and I, I did a double check just to make sure the internet was <laughs> up on this all the statistics, but this movie is still the highest grossing romantic comedy film of all time. Uh, which which is which is nuts. Uh, it, yeah, it it was nominated for best original screenplay uh, at the 75th Academy Awards, and it was um, nominated for best picture, musical or comedy, and best actress uh, for for Dallas at the 60th Golden Globe Awards. Uh, the film spawned a franchise which inspired the 2003 sitcom My Big Fat Greek Life and the 2016 sequel My Big Fat Greek Wedding Two. And I don't know if you know this, Katie, but a third film is coming out this September. Yeah. yeah, this September. <laughs> uh, and it's titled My Big Fat Greek Wedding 3, getting super innovative on the titles there. <laughs> Why mess with a good thing, right? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Same family. Yeah. So before I go into my background with this movie, uh, tell me a little bit about your relationship to this film. I'm going to age myself or not age myself here a little bit, but I, I was a solid 11 years old when it okay. was released in the theater. <laughs> and I don't, I'm like 98% sure. I remember seeing it on a giant screen for the first time. So I'm sure we went and saw it as a family. Um, I don't know if it was like Easter or it was just summertime. And so we, you know, wanted to beat the heat. So we got out to see it. But I, I remember seeing it and I remember just falling in love, like feeling an instant connection to it. I'm not quite sure why I, I have thoughts on it now as an adult that I've gone back and watched it a few times but as a when I was 11 I don't know that I quite knew why I felt like I, I was um Tula um or I had that connection with her um but uh we bought it on every imaginable um, <laughs> format in every imaginable yes. format and uh continue to just watch it all the time it's one of those where it's if it's on TV, um, someone in our family watches, you know, puts it on and, and texting each other. Hey, guess what? My big fat Greek wedding's on. And then we go find it. And it's, it's something that we come back to time and time again. So I know I've given you a lot of crap about not getting me on this podcast yet. And I thought <laughs> maybe there's a reason. And I think this is the reason. I think I was meant to talk about my big fat Greek wedding. <laughs> oh, that, there you go. And you weren't giving me crap. I think apparently you were giving Whitney crap, but there you um, go. <laughs> but I was able to trace. I said, no, I texted her a long time ago and it was true. <laughs> so, but to maybe your credit, I probably texted you during the school year. So, uh, you know, there you go. Um, so yeah. Um, so I, I was trying, I definitely, this movie for sure, like after its theatrical release, I mean, it, it was, we don't, I, I don't have, we don't have cable or nor do we just keep TNT on, but I just kind of imagine this as like a TBS movie or a TNT movie. Definitely TBS. Just, definitely. Yeah. That was just, was on like on TV, like all the time, but, mm -hmm. and I might, I might be misremembering, but I, I feel like I saw this in the theater as well. This mm -hmm. at that time, um, it, this was a movie you just couldn't escape. I mean, the fact that it's still the highest grossing romantic comedy film of all time is, yeah. yeah it, but, and I was, I was a little confused almost when I saw when it came out, because I, I remember seeing it with my family and then I would have in 2002, I was at Baylor. So I, 
it had to be the summer or sometime mm -hmm. when I saw it. And so I think it just, it was one of those movies that just had legs. Like, um, it lasted, I think it lasted in the theaters yeah. more than anyone thought it would like longer than anyone yeah. thought it would. Yeah. And I think a lot of the appeal to this film is very, I would say very similar to the movie we just covered, uh, while you were sleeping, even though very two different films, I think because it's PG and more kind of a familiar, you know, like a family bent, uh, to it, I think it made it more approachable. So it was kind of that movie that if uh, somebody went and saw it, they, uh, after they saw it, wanted to bring their friends to see it and that sort of thing. So, um, yeah. it was, you know, it was a very small film, you know, independent film, uh, Tom Hanks and his wife, Rita Wilson, they helped produce it and kind of got it off the ground. And I, I think it was based on, uh, she originally mm -hmm. wrote it. It was like a stage play of sorts and they thought it would make for a good movie. So, um, they, yeah, so there you go. Um, did you, uh, did you watch the TV series not. at all? I did not. Yeah, I don't think a lot of people did because it only lasted for seven episodes. Uh, so, uh, and I actually haven't seen I haven't seen the sequel. Oh, uh, uh, we watched you? it just the other night. We thought we watched it because uh, we thought, well, I got to know what happens next. There's a sequel all these years <laughs> later. Um, it was cute. It was cute. It, I don't think it's had the the lasting power of the first one, but um, still, you know, cute family fun. But okay. Yeah. Well, it, it sounds like you're pretty close to this movie and I, I don't want to like dog on this movie <laughs> too much because you can say whatever I, you want. <laughs> well, I, I, it's a very entertaining movie, mm -hmm. but as, as I've collectively watched all these romantic comedies, yes, the romance clearly is the catalyst for everything that happens in this movie. You know, her, the tension between her family, you know, uh, becoming more of an independent woman. And, you know, obviously, I mean, wedding is in the title. There's a wedding aspect of it. And I for, actually for, think for 25 minutes, it's only yes. like 25 minutes of the film. <laughs> but I think the like romantic relationship is actually like kind of the like, thing that works the least in this movie uh and and but this movie succeeds because it has very memorable scenes very funny scenes mm -hmm. but when you look at the movie as a whole like kind of take a step back as far as the plot mechanics go i think it's a very weak film is that a fair criticism yeah for sure i mean it i think it leaves a lot there's a lot of loose ends, if that makes sense. There's not like yeah. there's some things left dangling where you're like, wait, where is that going? Or why is that talked about? Or, you know, they talk, you know, they, they talk about all these characters that you never really meet. And so you're like, what is it? It doesn't seem complete, if that makes sense. Yes. All the time. Yes. But I don't want to take away that it does truly have some very funny scenes. And that's what I think people remember because it, it's been, it had been quite a while since I saw this movie and I distinctively remembered uh, key moments and key mm -hmm. key scenes. Uh, Hallie watched this one with me. So kind of during it, I was just like, oh, okay, hey, this is one of my favorite parts and that kind of thing. So, you know, uh, I do think that movie has that kind of magic to it in that moment, like, oh, some dialogue type of things, they just, they just nail. But um, as far as the two main characters here, uh, Tula and Ian, and I, I'm a I'm a big fan of John Corbett. I can't say I've oh, seen yeah. uh, Nia Verdalis and a lot of other things, uh, but uh, and I don't think they're bad in this movie. But it's clearly um, it's one of the rare romantic comedies where their relationship is actually 
almost uh, like a MacGuffin for just, exp- you know, getting, letting all the other supporting characters shine. Right. Right. It's like, here's this, here's this one event that we can bring all these people in <laughs> to like, <laughs> to center around. But no, I, I thought it was, and I think this, spoiler alert i think the second movie kind of does the same thing where it's like there's not quite that chemistry there that you usually get from rom-coms like tom hanks and meg ryan or you know yeah yeah i even though i haven't seen the second one i can imagine it's more like oh here's the dad with windex and oh look it's her, <laughs> it's her aunt viola and she says something crazy am i yep. am i off <laughs> yeah. right there am i yeah, off no. That assumption? <laughs> no no it's all the same all the same yeah. but like i said cute but not not super strong right right but you know i, I i'm not it sounds like I'm completely dogging this movie. I'm not because it's a very, it's a very, it's a very pleasant watch, and it completely mm-hmm. makes sense why it's become, you know, adored, and you know, now they're basically dipping back into the well, you know, produ- you mm-hmm. know, producing this third movie. Uh, it's just because I think the characters are so lovable, and there is there is a sweetness to the core of everything. Yeah, I feel like it's wholesome is the word that I like. That's a good word. Yeah. Word reach to when I think about it is like the, you know, the male cast members are the male, the male characters are supportive of the female. You know, I think back of when, uh, uh, when they're in the, the church and Ian's getting baptized and her brother leans over to her and says something about like, this is awesome or something. And she says, I, yeah, I keep waiting for him to look at me and say, oh, you're not worth it. And her brother just sincerely and genuinely says, but you are, you know, like mm-hmm, there's not any, mm-hmm. there's not a, there's not the like sibling like rivalry or there's not like those little digs that they make at each other that you yeah. might see in some others that uh, is, makes it very, very wholesome, very family friendly, very, um, it fills your heart, you know, <laughs> um, which is yeah. why I think it's, it's something that people and myself included go back to time and time again. Yeah, you know, you could tell that everybody loves and cares uh, for each other, you know, and it's even a movie that like, I guess you could say that the tension, some tension lies in whether or not they're going to accept him. But I mean, uh, all romantic comedies, you're pretty fairly certain of what the outcome will be. But, you know, there's no point in this movie where there's any sort of stress at all. And I think that's, I think that's another reason why people like this movie, (laughs) you know? So, yeah. 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 Um, I I think, and this is one thing I'm not entirely certain, certain of, but I feel like definitely kind of getting this behind the scenes look of this Greek culture was, was something new. And I think people Mm -hmm. were attracted to that as well. I mean, uh, throughout film, I mean, a lot of different cultures are, you know, explored, uh, for some reason, like the Italian culture, I mean, we've seen that tons of movies, whether it be like gangster movie and things like that. So I do feel like this, that was an element to this film that really shined through. And I think it's probably, I mean, now it's a lot easier, I think, to find like a Mediterranean restaurant and stuff. But I, I right. can't help but I can't help but imagine that when this movie came out in two thousand two, that it wasn't something as commonly known. Makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know how long uh, the Zorbas in OKC has been around. <laughs> I can remember it back when I was a kid, but I don't, I don't. You know, I can come up with. I, five or six now at this point where you would go get Greek food 
but or Mediterranean food, but I don't I don't know what it was back then. I don't remember, you know, being exposed yeah. to that much um, in 2002. Yeah. I, I don't know if you know this, but I I my family, my mom's side, we have a we, we basically come from a Lebanese uh, heritage oh, culture yeah. type of thing. And so um, if you look at uh, definitely some of my uncles, for sure, and my grandmother, you can like completely see see it. So uh, so not exactly, you know, Lebanon is not, you know, Greece, but uh, there is an uh I, I've never been connected to my original ancestors like everybody is in this movie, but uh, we had like traditional Lebanese food at a lot of mm -hmm. our Christmas gatherings and that sort of thing. So like when they serve uh, Ian's parents, like the baklava and that sort of thing, mm -hmm. that that type of food, I, I actually grew up around and that's, you know, that sort of thing. Yeah. And, uh, and I remember it, it used to seem like, and my parents still, uh, when they would come visit me in Dallas, Dallas used to be the like only place where uh, my mom could find certain ingredients for things. Yeah. And bigger I, city. Yeah. yeah. Bigger city. But I do think now it's actually pretty common. Like you could probably find a market here in the Oklahoma city area and they live in mm -hmm. Arkansas now and that, that sort of thing. And so, at, so at this time, I think that was another appeal of this. It was, uh, you know, just, just seeing this culture and uh, how it operates. Right. Yeah. It, it's fun to see it, right? How they all are connected to each other. And, uh, you know, there's that. <laughs> I still just giggle whenever they pan across the neighborhood and suddenly it's all the Greek gods and goddesses and statues <laughs> in their driveway. And you're like, mm, yeah, I know where they're from. So that was, that was, interesting. but you know, good for them for being proud of their heritage. And I know, I know. Enough. I know. And it's kind of, it, it's infectious of like how in touch they are, you know, with their culture and how much they mm -hmm. love it, you know, cause I, I think that's something that's, and I'm, I'm at fault of fault at this and my own is like, you know, really not truly understanding like where I come from. And, you know, this mm -hmm. family just has a complete understanding of who they are and, you know, uh, in, in their eyes, what their purpose is in this world. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, to make Greek babies. <laughs> yeah, to make Greek babies. Yeah. Uh, so, is uh, what? What are some of the performances that you uh, connected with or didn't connect with in this movie? Oh my gosh! Well, the aunt is a standout, right? Oh, of like, course. She's, yeah, she's fantastic. Um, she's so good at everything she does, and you know, I think uh, we'll talk about it later. I'm sure, but the different the different quotes. How many of them just come from her alone? Oh, yeah, pretty um, much. <laughs> Yeah. Um, and then, uh, so she's great. And then, um, I love, I love the mom, of course. Um, and, and what she does and, you know, being the, the person that holds the family together and makes the family move along, um, in, uh, and not only in throughout the movie, like scene by scene move along, but also she, you know, pro helps them progress to see that this American man isn't terrible for <laughs> everyone. <laughs> It'll be okay, you know. Yes, um, yeah. And then, I mean, come on, Joey Fatone back in <laughs> two thousand two, being in a movie. What? <laughs> I mean that, yeah, that was, you know, and honestly, I, I mean, he obviously doesn't play a huge role in this movie, but I think he does a very good job for <laughs> what he does in this. Yeah. Oh my gosh. The way that he and the brother play off of each other to mess with Ian is like beautiful. It's, it's hilarious. <laughs> and, and they, they do it so well together. You can just tell that they're like, just kind of two buddies, like goofing around. Right. Yeah. I, um, 
I was looking into uh, just kind of diving into some of these actors and their careers and, you know, the parents and the aunt that we talked about, uh, they have a rich acting history. Like they had done tons of stuff uh, before mm -hmm. this movie, like even like TV stuff, like in the early sixties and stuff. And so I think that really comes through uh, in this mm -hmm. movie. You know, they do have a gravitas to them that I think really uh, carries <laughs> the movie yeah. quite a bit. Um, yeah. Yeah, for sure. I, one thing, you know, and honestly, uh, the, I think the dad character is very good. Like, you know, and a mm -hmm. lot of people probably remember him, uh, the most from this, especially, uh, his, uh, love for Windex. Right. Uh, but I, I don't know. It's just, it's still now. And it, it's not, it's probably a little almost, <laughs> I hate to say trendy that it's easy to say this, but even back to the day, that whole man head of the household thing and how <laughs> stubborn hit that that type of person has always like just infuriated me <laughs> i don't know why <laughs> i just infuri infuriated I, might be too strong of a word sorry. but yeah yeah i just giggle at it because uh i grew up in a family where gender norms weren't really a thing like my dad worked a lot of nights because he was a pharmacist and uh and so he would you know be the the homeroom mom you know he would show up to the school field trips he would be the one that would make dinner for us and do laundry my mom did all of those things and she, you know she she cooked and she put stuff together but it was just easier for him to do those things during the week and so it just like made me laugh where i was like the man is the head what <laughs> yeah I, I I guess mentally I've always almost equated it not even uh, the gender uh, gender aspect of it but almost <laughs> more of like a laziness fact to me head of the household almost equates to laziness like if you're hungry go make yourself a sandwich like if you're <laughs> it, like to me it's more of the independence of it all that really bothers me and yeah we it's just kind of like you know and of course you're always there to support your family but like you mentioned like with what your dad did it's just like when you're needed like that's that's when you step you up yeah, yeah it doesn't matter it doesn't matter what it is so uh yeah um also i have to talk a little bit about <laughs> um i i guess you go to college and you get inspired to do a makeover <laughs> Yeah, that's what happens, right? There's always gonna be a makeover montage. Every girl's gotta have her makeover, you know. <laughs> yeah, but they—they they really not that they necessarily had to give a lot of screen time to this thing. But she's like in that college that one day, and then she decides to sit with those table of girls, and then she's like a completely different person all of a sudden. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> she's like, I'm gonna be the person I never was for the last 30, 30 years of my life. Who was I? Thank you, strangers. Who I thank you, strangers that we don't ever see in the movie again. <laughs> like, yeah, did any of those become her friends? Was she in class with any of them, or she just like meet them in the cafeteria and was like, "Hey, I'm gonna yeah. sit with you today." What yeah. happened? <laughs> and and uh, I'll give them credit; they were very nice to let her uh, sit with her. Uh, but it was like an exuberant yes that I. This person, I don't think would would give. It wasn't just one person like, yeah, sit. Like the whole table was like, yeah, sit with us. <laughs> like cheering about it. Like, yeah. We got a friend. Yeah. Our table's full now. <laughs> yeah. Um. The the, the brother storyline to me, I, I did like the moment that she talked about. I, I liked their little di dialogue where you saw their connection, but the whole like him wanting to be an artist thing was just like to me was r really really lame. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, again, one of those things where it's like, what, what is going on? Like, it's never quite 
handled in a way that like would give it any meaningful yeah place yeah. in the movie it's just you know i don't know yeah. he just makes funny faces on the menus and then he's gonna be an artist now <laughs> yeah you know and i get how like you know her pursuits kind of awakens something like new in him as well uh and that's something you know I think maybe people who grew up with a family that did have a family business, you know, there's that tension there of, you know, Hey, I'm setting this up so that you can run it one day and that type of thing. And I, I can imagine it's pretty difficult if you're wanting to uh, escape, escape that world, especially like in a family culture like this one. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, did you, did you all, did, was there ever like a big family business in your family? I mean, no, my, like my dad's a pharmacist. My grandpa was a pharmacist, but he was down in Ardmore. And so my dad moved up to Norman to go to pharmacy school at OU and he just kind of stayed here. <laughs> um, so he didn't, I don't know. I don't, there was never really anything specific to do it. My, my other grandfather was an engineer and my grandma was what she called a professional volunteer. And so there wasn't anything that really drove us to do anything it was my parents were more like a go find something that makes you happy and if it makes you money good for that <laughs> right <laughs> right yeah that. yeah so uh my my grandfather he owned a small general store in joinerville texas <laughs> which is a small okay. town in east texas and so uh my mom and her brothers they grew up like helping out with that general store and it was like right next door uh to their house and um we have a very talented artist in our family and somebody, uh, they basically, I can't remember if it was my aunt or my dad, but there's a one photograph of the general store and they drew a picture of it. And like one Christmas handed it out to everybody. And, um, I just, I, if I could go back in time, I would love to just, a see it because it's just that one picture, you know, yeah, uh, that yeah. exists, but just, uh, Oh, just to see like, all my aunts and uncles, like when they were little and just to see that whole dynamic and the fact that it was next door and all that sort of stuff. Uh, anyway, but, um, I, I don't, I don't know when he, he decided that, uh, obviously I don't think any of his sons like to go over that business. So I don't, <laughs> I don't really know what happened there, but that would be really neat to go back in time and see. Yeah. I always, I do. Yeah. So my, my grandfather's drug store is called also drug in Ardmore and, uh, oh, okay. He did have like a little soda fountain in it back in the day. And so my dad would, you know, make chocolate milkshakes and malts and stuff. And so I, I, I pictured that like he we he'll, he would do that when we were growing up where he would make us chocolate malts one night or something like that and get back to his roots. But, yeah, I do think it would be fun to see see the dynamics of all of them, his brother and sister and him working in the, the store with with my grandpa. Yeah, that yeah, uh, that would be that would be very maybe some if somebody could come up with uh some yeah, kind well, of device yeah, that. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, as i mentioned a big strength of this movie is are, are the scenes and some of the quotes and stuff like that what are, what are your some of your favorite moments um well for sure my family and i are we quote this to each other a lot we talk about you know the uh the aunt when she's talking about her uh, her babopsy. So I go to the doctor and he did the bio the bo the the bios the bop the babopsy. And inside the lump he found teeth and a spinal column. 
Yes, inside the lump was my twin. So we talk about, you know, going to the doctor and our, our babopsy or like, you know, if, if we don't know what we want for dinner and we're kind of bouncing around what we're doing or, you know, what we're going and we can't decide and it gets a little too tense. Someone will say, you know what? It's all right. I'll make lamb. It's just, uh, yeah. Ian is a vegetarian. He doesn't eat meat. He don't eat no meat. No, he doesn't eat meat. What do you mean he don't eat no meat? Oh, that's okay. That's okay. I make lamb. Like, you know, just something like <laughs> some food. But uh, I think, yeah, those those two are big ones that stand out um, to me. But of course, the man being the head of the family and the woman being the mech is something that we, we joke about a lot. Um, gosh, there's so many good. I'm trying to think now. I'm like, oh, gosh, where did they all go? <laughs> oh yeah. Well, no. Uh, yeah. Those are great. Those were some of the ones I had written down. Uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, when, <laughs> when she's oh, it's, talk- a, it's a bunt. <laughs> you gotta say it's a, what? Oh, it's a cake. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I definitely had the, the, the bunt cake moment was uh, really funny. That, that was actually something that garnered a pretty good chuckle uh, <laughs> out of Pally. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, definitely the, the lump that whole scene um and that's almost like i think this movie there's almost like a darker side of this movie i wish that would come out because that's a very dark <laughs> joke dark story, yeah yes. and it's it's probably what one of the one things that like people remember most about this movie but mm-hmm. yeah that that scene is amazing uh mm-hmm. and then i, I also just the, the whole spitting uh on everybody uh is very memorable as well uh, and <laughs> And honestly, uh, the even though as a whole, I don't think the uh, travel store scene where Ian comes to uh, Tula's work, but the, the headset gag when she like oh, basically so chokes so herself. Good. I mean, some good physical comedy there. So yeah, uh, yeah, like I said, oh, you you mentioned it as well uh, when he he talks about being a vegetarian. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and it's, it's so good. Yeah, it's not. I mean, if if anything, people can always relate to uh, no matter his culture, Greek culture. I mean, that that's obviously a big divide. But I think anybody can relate to uh, just meeting a family that you don't know and trying to win their affection. Yeah. Well, so uh, I, you know, started dating my now, I guess, significant other partner, what boyfriend, whatever you want to call him, um, about two years ago, and. Uh, we watched this together and he was like, oh my gosh, it's our families. <laughs> I was like, what are you <laughs> talking about? And so that's like my new connection with this film is like, oh, my family is like this big, loud, always in each other. We're not like giant people wise, but like big personalities, always in each other's business, always wanting to hang out and do stuff together kind of thing. And he comes from a family that's like pretty reserved. And so, you know, it just was like, oh my gosh. It is us. This makes so much more sense now. Movie musings. You kind of took away some steam from it because that was one of the questions. Oh, it's like that, you were going to well, say that too. Well, oh, for boy. my well for my movie musings question, and we could talk about it a little bit. I, I know a little bit that just because Whitney's told me, and I, I've seen him from a distance that you have a big family. But like, yeah, how? Like, do you have lots of cousins? Do you like how? Uh, yeah, I'm I'm telling you, not like numbers wise, we're not giant, but we just seem to like fill up a room whenever we're in it. You know, um, I 
my mom was in a sorority in college. And so she has some sorority sisters that we call aunts. Um, she hmm. played softball growing up and she coached softball. And so we have some softball people that we know. And so it's just uh, a church family, you know, just all of these adoptive family members that just I don't have have just come into our circle that over the years that, you know, it's it's Aunt Barb and Aunt Cheryl are at every birthday, no matter what. And guess what? Aunt Barb's going to bring Nolanda along because they're together, you know, it's that's that's family, you know. And so we just, you know, and then Nolanda's kids come and it's like everybody we just gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And so, <laughs> yeah, not, yeah, not blood relations and our family, you know, the, the cousins that we're really close to live in Colorado. And so we'll go see them every now and then. But they, you know, um, my my parents were really part of small families, one one brother and then a brother and a sister for my dad and so it's not it's not number wise that we have a bunch of people necessarily but it's it's all these people that we've brought that my parents have brought into our family over the years that that make us big and in everybody's business all the time and <laughs> very well, supportive and very kind and would do anything for anyone but you know yeah well that another aspect of this movie i do like and kind of verging on that like with the family but um even though it, even if somebody somebody's been part of a wedding somehow, and I think anybody can relate, not even a wedding so much, but anything that's of your own and other people trying to start putting their hands <laughs> in it. And I, I think oh that gosh. I think this movie does a really good job with that as far as like them, you know, oh getting the gosh. making the wedding invitations and the dress <laughs> and the all dresses. It. Yeah. I was, uh, I, yeah. When that happened, I was like, oh my gosh, I would be so mad, so mortified. <laughs> uh -oh. <laughs> I mean, they and, do it all out of love, right? They're like, this is who we are. This is what we do. But at the end of the day, you're like, wait, what me? What about me? What about the bride? What about the groom? Uh huh. Yeah. Very much. Yeah. And uh, once again, another little scene that they, it's just, they get right, but just the misspelling of uh, his mother, Ian's <laughs> mother's name, uh, you know, Harry. <laughs> <laughs> I loved I loved at the end when they uh when they go to dance that her dad says, Come on, Harry. Like he, they, they just accept it's like, oh, they did see it. They did see it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, so we kind of talked about it a little bit, um, but do you enjoy like Greek food, Mediterranean food? Do you have a eclectic taste? Um I do. I do like it. Um I, you know, Spanakopita is a big one that um, my my youngest sister is is pretty gifted in the kitchen and she's taught herself how to make a whole bunch of stuff. And Spanakopita is one of those things that she's like, I'm going to teach myself how to make. So she did make that. Um, I like baklava. Um, our mine and Tyler's first date was at a, a couscous restaurant. So <laughs> we had, you know, we had some Mediterranean food on the first date but um i don't eat it as much as i'd like to but uh there's a there's a shawarma place up the street from us that we really like um that we'll go to that is uh probably every other month or so that's really good and so i'm i'm learning to expand my palate past you know euros guy <laughs> yeah. rose euros however you say it um and uh and and move into the um, falafel and, and shawarma and um, oh gosh, there's this like stew that they make. I can't remember what it is called, but it's delicious. Okay. Um, it's 
it's very like thick and, and hearty and I like it's you know in this dark February days <laughs> it's really good to go get some um uh, I, I I'm a little surprised that my family hasn't kicked me out yet because uh I don't I never really had the taste for all, all the food that they cooked uh like you know because they would a lot of it would involve olives. Uh, they would make this, uh, it's almost kind of like a yogurt uh, type of soup. It's called mm-hmm. uh, leban, which I, I, I just couldn't, never cared for <laughs> at all. <laughs> but but uh, my grandmother and the, my mom, and I know my sister has as well, they, uh, they've they cooked Syrian bread by scratch, and it's like terrific. I mean, it's uh, pita-esque, I would say. Right, and, yeah. Uh, yeah, and another, another dish uh, that they... Uh, my mom used to make a lot. It's called Kibby and uh, it's probably just left better to Google it and see what it is. But <laughs> it's it's kind of like a ground meat type of, but it also kind of has a mint type of taste like to it or whatever. Mm. But so I, I would, instead of getting all the fixings, I would usually take the Kibby and the Syrian bread. And that was, <laughs> that yeah, was my meal. That's me. Yeah. That's me. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Growing up, I think, they still do it. I can't remember what it's, it's the St. Elijah uh, Greek festival in Oklahoma city. It's a big church that they do. And we used to go to that every year and I would hate it growing up. I hated it. I was like, I do not want to go to this place. I do not want to eat this food. This is not what I like. And then as I got older, I developed a, a deeper appreciation for it, but it, it took some time. It took some time. Yeah. Yeah. It, it definitely does. So uh, a big thing that this movie kind of hits on is the religious aspect and especially the religious ceremony of a Greek <laughs> wedding. Uh, are, are you very religious? Like, do you ultimately want a church wedding or I was just wondering about that. Uh, <laughs> that's a little bit of a controversial topic actually. <laughs> um, only, only because, so my, we, uh, attend the same church that my mom attended growing up and that her parents went to. And so my dad, my mom were married in that church. And there's a lot of people, there's a lot of people who remember my grandparents and a lot of people who, you know, were there watching us all grow up and stuff. And so I think it's kind of expected. Like when, when uh, Tyler made the family Christmas card last year, and suddenly oh. there were all kinds of questions to my parents the next like week at church <laughs> about like when they're going to get married. And like the wedding coordinator was like, well, she just needs to call me so we can set it up. But, um, you know, so, but my older sister is, uh, is an ordained minister in the Presbyterian church. Oh, and okay. um, while I would, I would love to have her involved. I think she'd get a little too emotional <laughs> with it. She said, <laughs> she knows this, I, this is not a secret to her. Um, but uh, so, you know, it's one of those where it's like, I don't, I don't quite know what we would want. Um, yeah. I've, I've always kind of thought like an outdoor kind of thing would be fun um, depending on the time of the year. But then also I thought more and more recently, I'm like, what if we just eloped and then had a giant party when we got back, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, he was a recent guest, but Robin Creaseman, who I uh, used to work for, uh, their family, they actually practiced Greek Orthodoxy. And and so uh, it was always a, uh, a little unusual because we'd be working and their priest would always come all the time. And he had the, you know, he had the long robe on the and robe. he had the, the big cross on and, you know, uh, but 
it was very like as i learned about it from him a very very interesting and there's some mm-hmm. aspects of this in the wedding you know that they would talk about like i mean like when easter comes around i mean it's like a celebration like it's not just yeah. it's just not just going to the service and leaving like you know it's a like almost like an all-night party type of thing there's a lot of aspects that are really cool but all of that to also say you're like i'm glad that works for you i don't know what that would quite yeah i don't know what me. it's quite me yeah. yeah yeah something that i you know presbyterians we get called the frozen chosen and there's like a <laughs> there's a reason i i identify with that because i'm like i'll stand up for the hymns i don't need to do too much else thank you <laughs> rom-com rankings the first category is the romantic chemistry between the leads so what what do you give uh tua and ian here oh i think this is I want it. I think I want it more than they do sometimes. If that, sounds, <laughs> if that makes sense, I'm like, yeah, they did it. They got together. So it's definitely one of those where I think it's I I love it, and so I'm like, I'm at a solid three, three and a half, you know, hearts because like I want it to be great, but you know, it doesn't always quite work out. Yeah, um, I I give their relationship two hearts, and I I'm actually being pretty generous there. <laughs> I just. <laughs> And once again, once again, it just doesn't, uh, it's, it's not that they're like necessarily bad together. It just, I, I, I just don't ever like feel the sparks there very much. And I, right. I very much feel like Nia Baradolis too, who plays Tula, she, she wrote this movie. So this is obviously mm-hmm. very close to her and, and you feel that in this movie, but this very much felt like, okay, here's your movie. We're going to fill it on this. What's a, like an what's a name that we can just put in here that people would recognize, you know, and I think that's John (laughs) Corbett. And I think that was paid attention to more so than who would actually click with her. Yeah. Yeah. And I, like, I agree with you. I love John Corbett. I love what he's done. Um, You know, he's, he's been in some recent stuff, recent little rom-coms as, you know, the dad that are, are just, you know, absolutely adorable, but it just, you know, I don't know. I don't know. She was married at the time. I wonder who, what her husband would have done with the part. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the second category is the best friend aspect. So usually there's someone who's kind of the voice of reason. Um, and, you know, this one's a little hard for me. Uh, I, I know you could probably argue maybe that her family is like yeah. everybody. It Maybe the, bro- maybe the brother. Uh, did you? Did you see somebody that fit into this category? No, I really didn't. Like it's it the, the best friend. Yeah, you're right. There usually is someone that's, you know, the quirky sidekick best friend that like makes it all make sense in the end, but there isn't really someone in this who does that. And so I don't I don't know. That's what I thought. I was like, is this the mom? Because she offers the advice. Is this the aunt? Because she, right. you know, encourages her to be herself and do what she needs to do. Um, I think they try to paint it as the brother um, in some parts. And then I think they actually try to paint it as the cousins Mm -hmm. in some parts, like all of her big cousins that they have and how much fun they all have together and doing different stuff. But I just, I didn't find a best friend really in this one, which I think, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe that plays into the, the depth of it all, how there's not, not necessarily. Yeah. um, Yeah. And you know, Ian, he has his best friend. I, I'm I can't find the actor's name right now. I've actually seen him in a lot of things, but uh, yeah. you know, he's kind of there a little bit. But I, he's he's more so kind of like 
another stand in for like, you know, who is this family, you know, type of thing. Uh, and so, yeah. I mean, I, if you're okay, I, I was okay kind of giving this like a, you know, basically an A, not available. Um, like, I I, a male. Yeah. 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 So, and, yeah. and, well, we'll we'll get to the end of this. But that's what kind of makes this movie uh, a little unusual to me, being on this rom com list. Uh, but uh, did, you probably didn't. But do you happen to listen to the soundtrack to this movie? I did not. No, I did not. I did not okay. really even like. I thought throughout, and then I like listened to some of the credits, and I was like, "What? What is the soundtrack to this movie? What is this?" <laughs> well, um, uh, as you can imagine. Um, if you like Greek music, I think you would very it's much right. uh, like this soundtrack. <laughs> uh, um, I, I was kind of, I always kind of laughed to myself, but like when I start listening to these soundtracks, cause they, they have varied greatly. And so I happened to listen to this one while doing yard work. And I just kind of laughed to myself going like, if people wondered if I, what I was listening to right now, I, I think this would be the last thing that they would come up with. Uh, the but, truth. Uh, yeah, the the majority of it, of it is are these Greek songs, and the, there's a score by Alexander Jenko that uh, I, I thought actually was was quite lovely. Uh, I ended up giving the soundtrack three hearts because, like I said, it it's not it's not bad, but you know it's also something you can imagine playing in a Greek restaurant, which is mm -hmm. not bad for this movie because this movie is about Greek life, you know. So, mm -hmm. but it's just like something I'm gonna like turn on to listen to in my you know personally for me, nah, probably not. But yeah, <laughs> that'd be funny. Yeah. Just like walk in, I'm just like imagining like the transition songs of the, <laughs> the different and the different scenes, and that's what the soundtrack is made up of. <laughs> yeah, do you, do you feel like you can give a fair rating to the soundtrack? Oh, I don't. No, I don't think I can. <laughs> <without> <laughs> okay. I mean, based on like I said, those transition songs that I can't even come up with it off the top of my. I, I would yeah. love to sing to you, but I don't. Um, yeah. No, well, probably I, not. I, I will say it's worth sticking out. It, it may have played uh, during the end credits. Um, and the we watched this on HBO Max, and it's like as soon as they walk from their house, and you realize they're you know their neighbors to their own family or whatever. Like it quickly like popped off, you know, like up next, you know, like how streaming services do that. Mm -hmm. And I was trying to click back on it, then I couldn't, and I was like, ah. But um, it's worth checking out uh, the song. I think it played in the final credits, All My Only Dreams, which uh, is it, by the Greek wedding band. And John, I'm not going to even try to pronounce his last name, but all I can imagine is he's probably a famous Greek singer that has translated one of his famous songs to a English speaking song. Oh. But anyway, I... <laughs> Yeah, I, I think I think people should uh, check it out. There's okay. there's something there's something unusually catchy about it. So, okay. Um, okay. So the fourth category, once again, this this movie is just an enigma, and maybe that's why I made so much money. It's the chase scene or declaration of love. So you usually find these in the end of these movies. And I had mentioned earlier, like once again, there's really not a lot of tension in this movie. Yeah, uh, they they clearly as you know what he proposes to her and all, all that. But I I, I don't want to cut you off from your ranking if you had one. But I had another NA on this one. No, I mean if we're just going off of you know the stereotypical in every rom com chase scene or a declaration of love, it doesn't exist. It's like this very quiet kind of love story as far as rom coms go. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so uh, the last one, and most importantly, is the rewatchability 
uh, factor of this movie. I, I can imagine it might be a little higher for you, uh, <laughs> given your background, but what, what would you give it? Oh, I'm going to give it four and a half hearts. Okay, nice. Four and, and a so, half. And that's what I'm saying. It's kind of like the enigma of this. I gave it three and a half. Once again, I think that's more of a personal thing for this, mm -hmm. but like, it's almost like one of those, like, I'd almost like it more like Googling, like going on YouTube and finding scenes, you know, yeah. uh, than maybe like <laughs> sitting down. But I will say if this is a movie that was just on, you walked in, you know, and it's like on in your hotel room or whatever like that, you're going to probably sit down and, and watch it for sure. Yeah. 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 It's, it's definitely one where like you can put it on in the background as well and pop in and out of it. Um, because again, like you said, there's just so many good scenes in there. But yeah, there are times where I'm like, mm, I, you know, I just think to myself, I want some, I want something that'll make me feel good. I want something that's easy to watch. And that this is one of those movies that's easy to watch. Yeah, it's it's very easy to watch. And so, like, if somebody hasn't seen this movie, I I would recommend them seeing it just because it's kind of mm -hmm. like it almost feels like one of those like staples you should see. But also, I can see maybe somebody watching it now going. Okay, that was fun, but like I, I don't quite see what the big deal was. <laughs> it was different in two two thousand two. <laughs> it was the fact that the fact that this movie screenplay got no nominated for Academy Award blows my mind. I did not know that about it. I mean, do you think like the the Tom Hanks of it all carries some weight? Oh, for, for sure. It? Oh yeah, for sure. During, when it came out, I just I mean, it was a thing. Like it definitely was. I'm sure. I might be wrong. I'm just kind of guessing, but I'm sure like people started like trying to get Mediterranean food at their weddings. Like th this was oh, that type. Yeah. Uh, this was that type of movie. Like it definitely like you know changed like aspect of things. I wouldn't be surprised like if the Oscars if they had like Greek jokes like in the ceremony or something right, like that. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I, I mean, monologue. yeah, this movie really did uh, take Hollywood by storm, and uh, that was one thing I always liked about it because I knew the independent nature of it, and it was really always a pretty cool story that like <laughs> Mia Ferdalos, uh, she she was really struggling, you know, and mm -hmm. I think that's also an, an, another thing that's unique that like, I mean, she's certainly not old in this movie, but uh, she's definitely not a spring chick, you know, like, yeah. you know, and just, it, it's fun to see uh, this romantic comedy with kind of older people in it. And so mm -hmm. I always liked the, the background of the story. Cause she, you know, was a struggling artist for a long time and that this film became, I mean, I'm surely she, I mean, I know there's been spinoffs to it, but surely she was like, set for life after this movie oh yeah i'm sure she i, I mean it still it still works right it still works she's still getting some residuals yeah. from it i mean she has to because people are still watching it recommendations when you're not watching this movie with your family is there uh any other thing <laughs> that you're wa watching or maybe listening to or reading that you'd like to recommend um well so i did think about this um and this isn't something that i like i'm watching currently it's something that i watched at the beginning of the summer and just kind of was glued to um it's actually a german sh like uh series and it's on um, netflix it's called dark it's kind I, of i've like, heard about uh, it yeah it's kind of like uh if you like stranger things you'll kind of like it um but it's one of those where uh there's some big questions about the universe in there um, that are asked. And so, um, yeah, I think I started watching it and just on a whim and uh, it, it, uh, I, it stuck with me for, I mean, I watched it. Like, I think there's like three seasons of it and I think I watched it all in 
like two and a half days or something like that because I was wow. glued to it. It was like, this is insane. What's happening? I gotta know. Yeah. I gotta know. Yeah, I heard it was. A, I heard it was a pretty heady uh, film or it TV show. Is. It yeah. well, I mean, I think you know it's the German of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, no. Yeah, definitely not. Yeah, I, I've heard the people who have watched it have really enjoyed it. But from the description I, I, I've heard from it, it's like, I, I just don't, I, I don't know if I'm quite ready to get into that mindset. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I was going to say, this. you got you to gotta be in the right mindset and you got to be able to like suspend some belief and you've got to gotta be able to ask yourself some questions. In it. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but um, on a fun note, I've been setting up my classroom, getting ready for the year and I just put on a random Spotify. I, I uh, wanted a specific song. Um, I went to Memphis with uh, Whitney and the Y earlier this summer. And uh, so walking in Memphis has been in my, my head off and on throughout the summer. Uh -huh. And I wanted it. And so I just like searched it up on Spotify and it gave me these, um, this playlist called Piano Bar Classics. It's a oh, solid nice. listen. It's a solid listen for anyone who's just like kind of wanting something fun and, and easy, but you know, has, has a mix of oldies and goodies and, and some more um, recent like piano centered songs oh good suggestion i'm I'm looking that up right now i, I think I, I think i would enjoy that so yeah do you think all my only dreams is on that one uh maybe not that one maybe not that one <laughs> uh well uh yeah i i found it i am saving it right now um, it's a good one. Yeah, my recommendation is also on Netflix, and we're only two or three episodes in, but we started The Diplomat, um, which has been out for a little while, um, but it stars Carrie Russell. Um, oh, basically, okay. the, the synopsis amid an international crisis, a career diplomat juggles her new high profile job as ambassador to the UK and her turbulent marriage to a political star. Uh, so I didn't know much about this uh, show and I kind of on the surface, I don't know why I kind of thought it was maybe more actiony and it's really mm -hmm. not. It's actually more like political kind of more talky type of thing. So huh. nothing, nothing like the West wing, but it's play. It's a, definitely about all these politics and her husband, uh, as I mentioned, is like a political star and he's like, quote unquote, kind of retired, but he kind of goes rogue on a lot of things. So she's trying oh, to make, okay. she's trying to, she's <laughs> trying to make her name, but you know, he kind of keeps getting in the way, but he thinks his way is helping her anyway, a lot of dynamics there, but uh, a couple episodes in and we, we're really enjoying it. So, um, especially as I would say things start to get a little barren in the entertainment world with the writer yeah. strike and the actor yeah. strike. Uh, if you haven't watched it I, I, so far, we're enjoying it. I can't speak to the, awesome. the how they stick to the landing, but that's a good one. Yeah. I love, I love political dramas. So, you know, I watch West wing, Madam secretary, all that stuff. So I, I'll put yeah. it on my list. I'll I, 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 th list. I think, I think you like it. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's pretty good. So, um, well, uh, as always, check out moviesorlife.com for episode reviews and more. If you love this podcast, please take a moment to rate and review it. This really helps us with finding new listeners. Uh, Katie, thanks again uh, for doing this. Uh, I'm glad I'm glad we found a movie that just fits you perfectly. <laughs> it's great. It's exactly exactly who I am. My life story. Yeah. No, my yeah. Life. Well, before we sign off, I I gave a good opa. Can you give a good good opa? Um, sure. Um, opa! Opa! <laughs> <laughs>